We are, of course, the voice of 50 Plus America. Our first guest today has plenty to say as well. She's one of the most widely quoted fashion and style experts in the entire world. She's the founder and style director of a very sassy site that's called FocusOnStyle.com. And you know, we want to give you an idea, folks, of how big she is. She's a syndicated columnist, an on-air television and radio fashion expert, and she's styled everybody from uh, Kelly Ripa all the way to Elle McPherson. She's dedicated to empowering every woman with the know-how to look their best. So let's welcome style guru Sharon Haver to the show. Hey, Sharon. Hey, thank you, guys. I kind of impressed myself with my intro. Thank you. It's nice to hear all that, isn't it? Oh, sure. You know, and you know where you get that from? Your press release. That, that too, and, you know, being old enough to have been around the block a few times. Oh, uh, yeah, we're lapping ourselves now. We've been around so many times. You know, uh, for years, the fashion industry has all but ignored women over 40, and that seems to be changing not only suddenly but in a big way. I mean, you see Diane Keaton, Sharon Stone, Christy Brinkley, Susan Sarandon, all of them and more, you know, ha- have got big dollar endorsement deals. I mean, okay. some of these supermodels are making more in their 50s than they made in their 20s. Yeah, well, Lauren Hutton, I think she redid her career. It was at 47 a few years ago. But, um, I, but I, I do beg to differ a bit on the fashion industry ignoring women over 40. I think it's more the media ignoring women over 40 because it's mm. the women over 40 or 30 or whatever who, who've been a little more accomplished in their life and have the money to actually go out and buy designer clothes, although it is unfortunately prettier usually to show them on a skinny young body and that's where those models come in and you know people love hearing the hijinks of you know young kooky girls and actresses and they fall into that but the actual women who you know who are rocking it and look great in those clothes have the money to buy it and they earn the money by you know being a little older or more mature or sophisticated don't you set them up aren't they setting them up though for disappointment you see the pictures in the catalogs no. or on the store shelves and you know you not very many people look like like Elle McPherson, you buy the outfit, you spend good money on it, you put it on, now? you put it on, and <laughs> you, know you, go, you go, "Honey, do I look fat in this outfit?" And then it's all over. Well, you know what, though, but it's your job, not you know, to make yourself look as great as you can. That's part of your responsibility. If you want to look good and you want to feel good, you got to kind of play the game. And if the game means going to the gym, walking around the block, using moisturizer, anti-wrinkle cream, you know, making sure your hair is modern, it's not all dyed out and gray, your hair, everything about you, particularly hair. People forget how, how aging that is. And that, you know, you went to the dentist and you have a pretty smile and not old yellow teeth. You know, little obvious things that make you look younger, more alive and more vital. And then you could wear more clothes. Talk to us about the latest fashion trends. I mean, we see this stuff on the runway and, as you noted, uh, on the bodies of these ultra-thin models. How can a woman who's over 40 or, or over 50 play along, enjoy fashion without looking silly? Well, the first thing she could do, or a man, is stop walking around saying what year you were born and start looking in the mirror and going, you know, I look great. Some women actually look better. They look hotter at 40 than they did at 25, because at 25, maybe they took it for granted and they didn't do a whole lot. Maybe at 40, you know, they're going to the gym. They're, you know, they're taking better shape of themselves. They're not scorching their skin in their sun. They're, they're really making a regimen of looking hot, and they could wear more clothes and better clothes. But one of the things is, regardless of being 20, 
50, 70. I mean, I, get, I just got a reader letter today of a woman who's 77 who says, I look great in jeans. Am I too old to wear them? I don't think so, but my friends complain. It's like, if you look good, you wear it. And that's the first thing. It's your attitude. Keeping a young, modern attitude means you can wear whatever looks good on your body. But be honest with your body. If you're tight and taut and thin, you go ahead and wear what suits you. If you're out of shape, it doesn't matter if you're 20 or 60. You're out of shape and you need to wear clothes that are a little more flattering and maybe a little more flattering undergarments and, you know, pull yourself together. But you make the most of what you've got that day and what feels good on you. You know, it could be intimidating, though, when you go to the store and you're looking and you go, man, I don't, I don't know if I've got the guts to wear that. What, no, what are some of the... No, then you didn't have the guts at 20. If you didn't have the guts, no. then you're not going to have them at 50. It's, you know, it's like you got to learn to go by your gut to have the guts. You know? the, problem is that we've, the problem is we've got the gut. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you, you know what scared me? I was in The Gap the other day, and, you know, my, my, one of my biggest pet peeves are those nasty mom jeans. It's like they're so scary. They're, they're so aging. And I didn't even know what they were called. And I picked up these jeans on the sale rack, and it was like, oh, my God, they're like, you know, they're really high in the waist, and they have this long rise and this really awkward shape. And I finally figured out what they're called, reverse fit. Well, there's your first clue. It's reverse. I mean, why would you want to wear it? And it's like, get out of reverse fit and go for good fit. Go for something that shows off your figure. And, you know, that could be loose tailored pants, that could be straight leg jeans, but it's something that shows off what you've got and have the guts to say, you know what, I deserve to look hot. You mentioned that doesn't come with age. You, you mentioned your website, and I spent more time looking at it than, than yeah. I want to admit, now, only, be, only because I'm too busy, but it, it was a lot of fun. You get a lot of interesting questions, and one of them uh, said to you that um, – and I think this has to, to do with fashion being a lot about the art of disguise and, and misdirection. Right. Someone wrote, my butt sticks out. There I've said it. I've okay. got a rock and sir mix a lot kind of butt, a ton of junk in my trunk. How can you find something off the what rack? What was my answer? Uh, your answer was... Uh, Lose 50, lady. <laughs> no, my answer no, your answer was she's not alone. In a traffic jam in Italy. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I've been known as the white girl with the black girl butt for years, you know? But... You, you, and I, I mean, I will kiss J-Lo's feet for showing that, you know, baby's got back and, you know, <laughs> it's okay. But you learn. I mean, if a big butt doesn't necessarily mean you're fat. It means that's your shape if you have a bubble butt. You know, it means when all those spandex dresses were in in the early 90s, all my skinny girlfriends wore them, and they look cute. I put them on, and I look like a hooker. I was just too curvy for them. But it's like, okay, I can wear lean, but I can't wear clingy because I, I had, have, or... In those days, it was a lot better, an extremely hourglass figure. And you kind of learn to adapt. A big butt doesn't necessarily mean a big fat ass. It means, you know, a rounder, more curvy butt. Well, I was on your website, too, but I never got past your picture, which Ah, is uh, worth the trip to the website. But talk for a minute, then, about some of the mistakes that that women make. What should we avoid? Getting stuck in a rut. Number one, women, men, anyone. Getting stuck in a rut and say, or worse than being stuck in a rut is saying, oh, we don't do that here. Well, you know, get out of the royal we and go start thinking about I. What works for you? One of the biggest mistakes people make is they get stuck in, well, you know, it's like to be young, to have a young attitude, and it doesn't matter if you're 96, 26, 
or 56 is to have a young attitude and always realize that you're learning, that every day something new is going to happen, and be able to embrace that to stay vital. And in that attitude, you also realize, you know, my face is a little more wrinkled than it was 15 years ago. Maybe that stick straight hair isn't working anymore, and a couple of layers will make me look a little softer and a little prettier. You know, my hair is really long and dried out. It's about time I got a haircut or... It's about time I started using moisturizer. You know, I, I really like more of a made-up look, but now that I'm older, it's getting stuck in my face. And women forget that as they age, less makeup is actually more and better. And it's learning to adapt and stay with your body through its changes and accept it. And, you know, if it's something you don't like, do something about it. Sharon Haver, thank you so much. We're up against a break. Her, her website is focusonstyle.com. She is the fashion guru. And, Bill, she uh, did a commercial for Macy's not long ago. And Talk about uh, strutting your stuff. You, you need to see this commercial because she does that. Oh, man, she's a powerhouse. And speaking of that, wait till you hear from the septuagenarian coming up next. Hey, are you growing bolder or are you just happy to see me? 